This is an AMI podcast. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. Welcome back. It's now with Dave Brown on AMI. Amy Amanti is here to offer up a review of the Netflix movie Wedding Season. Good morning, Amy. Oh, good morning, Dave. So, Amy, tell me about Wedding Season. What's this romantic comedy all about? Okay, Wedding Season. Well, it probably is exactly what it sounds like to some extent. A movie about Um, weddings. It could quite possibly be, Uh, but I'll give you kind of the lowdown on that. So we're looking at two characters, our main uh, characters in this this piece, who are Asha and Ravi, and they are pressured by their parents to find spouses. So these are both folks that are uh, of South Asian background. They are living in in America, so they're not living in India. Um, and, And so this culture of arranged marriages to them while they know about it because it's part of their tradition and, you know, their parents were uh, matched by arranged marriages. These two folks are very Americanized. You know, we've got independent women here. We've got uh, uh, folks that are sort of separating themselves from that sort of specific culture of, um, of arranged marriages. And of course, what I learned, which I thought was really interesting was that wedding season in Indian culture is largely a place where you, because um, whole families come, where you bring daughters and sons that are sig- sig- single, I just about said signal, that are single to mingle uh, at weddings in order to you know, facilitate matches. So um, the these two parents have sort of coerced their children into going to every single wedding. And I think there's 23 of them in this season to try and make oh, a wow. match and okay. a whole bunch of antics ensue <laughs> so where would you play, place this in the spectrum of rom-com from say the classic harry met sally to some more uh modern iterations like say wedding crashers well i would say that it's got more of a sweeter sentiment than something like wedding crashers that was made to be a little bit like a slapstick kind of comedy thing whereas this is not I would, I'm not even sure that I would classify this as a, as a rom-com. Although there's some comedy moments, it's really more of a, I think, it's more of a look at, um, at romance through a cultural lens. That is not my cultural lens, of course, uh, as, a, as a white settler. Um, and so, you know, I think some of the humor is very much related to Indian culture. So folks who um, identify as Indian or South Asian might actually get that uh whereas I, I might have missed that um and i think that that's that's totally why i liked this film is because it wasn't your typical white rom-com you know we're setting it in a very different way than what we see white typical rom-coms to be and so there's a different uh, a different expectation and i thought well, as i was watching this it felt a little almost hallmarky to me like a hallmark movie of the week but it was a lovely way of being able to experience a culture from an outside you mentioned that there's going to be a strong multicultural push in this film do you think the audio description rose to that moment i know you've had some trouble with audio description when it comes (laughs) to multiculturalism in the past well you know what it's it's so interesting to me dave and just as an aside i will say that yesterday i was watching this piece on ctv news here in canada where they were interest uh, interviewing the two uh folks one is a black woman and one is a, a south asian woman 
who wrote this movie called, um, uh, oh shoot, I'm going to forget the name of it. Um, but it's about Karens. It's about Karens, which are, are air quotes, a bunch of uh, white women. That's what uh, many folks in the black community and people of color community call white white women as Karens. And deconstructing Karen is what it's called. And they're at a dinner party and it's talking about how white women um, are filling the, the, the are for, uh, facilitating white su white supremacy essentially. Um, and what they had talked about is exactly what I've been talking about in audio description, which is that anytime we see characters in the, not characters, but people are characters in the news or in books or whatever, they're always defined as of color unless they are not of color. So again, when you're white, you're just a woman. And when you're uh, not a white woman, you're a black woman or an Asian woman, that kind of thing. Um, and that is, a, in, in their opinion, the height of white one of the heights of white supremacy racism. Um, and I had never looked at it that way before. I just thought that it was not equitable. Um, so my thought, my thoughts are changing on this. And I would say that this audio description, it's a long, long form into saying that this audio description, I thought did an excellent job of bringing in that diversity description. So I didn't feel like one race was tokenized over another. Cause the idea here is white people should also be racialized people as well in terms of having their race described. Right. So that we're not defaulted and everybody else is the other. Let's come back to wedding season. What was your overall mm -hmm. impression of it? Did you like it? Would you recommend it? You know, I thought that it had some really lovely things going for it. Um, it's got a really lovely set of characters. Uh, it's got a really interesting plot line in terms of how these characters are having their marriages arranged. And it's not a, a big spoiler because I'm sure that you can imagine that uh, as two Americanized uh, young people, that aren't interested in arranged marriages. They have their parents in the background that are facilitating this idea. And so both parents on both sides uh, have set up dating profiles without their children knowing and are trying to match make, make them on dating profiles. So you've got, you know, this 30 something woman who's got her 50 or 60 something year old mom writing a dating profile through the mom's lens about, oh my, you know, my daughter loves to cook and clean. And then, you know, the daughter's like, no, I have this, like, I'm a career woman, right? So, and, and on the other side of, of the man, the, the, the opposite is so interesting because it's the father that sets up the dating profile, not the mother. So we've got a mother on one side and a father on the other side. And, um, and the two of them kind of meet accidentally at a wedding and decide that they're going to fake their relationship. Um, so that, gets their parents off their back okay uh, okay i but see they fall in love i well the, the, there it is there it is there's the big spoiler alert right there Wait, it's not a spoiler I, we know they I, fall we in know love. what's going on <laughs> amy we've only got about 45 seconds here okay. so actually instead of me asking you out of 10 because i think you just sort of clearly gave I sort of your that. general vibe on this give me 40 seconds on whether or not the amy amanti scale slides when you're watching something on netflix <laughs> versus going to a movie theater um I'm not sure that it slides. I think I approach everything kind of the same way, which is um, I like to go into things without any specific expectations. Um, I want to just sort of witness it for the first time, how I would without, you know, thinking too hardly about it before I get into it. And then I think about things like how developed are the characters? Um, you know, what is the plot line interesting? Or is it something we've seen over and over and over again for this one? You know, we could say we've seen this kind of thing over and over, but the interesting twist is that we normally see it through a very white colonized lens. And now we're seeing it through a very authentic lens. Amy. So I say, just enjoy your movies. That's well put. Have a great day. We'll talk to you later. You got it, Dave. That's Amy Amanti with a review of Wedding Season, which you can find on Netflix. 
Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. This was an AMI podcast. For more accessible media, visit AMI.ca. I'm Margaret Shepard of the AMI podcast, Tripping On Air. Every month, my co-host Alex Hajar and I spill the tea on what it's really like to live with MS. Watch Tripping On Air on YouTube or download wherever you get your pods.